Hey, welcome to the Michigan Maniac Podcast. This is your host, Adam Brewer. Uh, we also have social media out there, so head up to the Michigan Maniac Podcast fan page on Facebook. Like it, sit around, look at the pictures, talk, put a little post, whatever. We all just get there and hang out. It's good to do. It's a little bit fun. Anything that is Michigan, I will put up there. Um, so... I am your host, Adam Brewer, and this is the Big Game Pre-Game Peach Bowl Edition. Now, let's get going. Uh, so, okay, we're playing Florida. We've got, what, a four-game winning streak on these guys? Uh, you know, I, I, I am worried that we are getting too big-headed as a fan base that we are assuming that this is a lock win for us. Um, I don't see it that way. Now, I th- I think if we go and we play the way we play, we're going to win. And I think our defense is good enough. I think our offense is good enough. And I think if we go into that mentality like we did in 2015 when we – had a rough year. Well, what were we ten and three, and or nine and three going into that into that game, the Citrus Bowl, and we just shellacked Florida. I think if we go in with that same mentality, that we need to prove something to ourselves, prove that we aren't the team that got beat down by Ohio State. Um, I think that's a good mentality to have. I think we can go in there and do it. I mean, to be quite honest, if we take if we don't take them seriously, they can beat us. I mean, let's see here, little little stataroos. I mean, they are 45th ranked offense and they have the 27th ranked defense. Yeah, and their quarterback Felipe Franks. I mean, he's not bad. I mean, he had 2,200 yards passing, 23 touchdowns, and six interceptions. You're going to say, well, that sounds kind of familiar. That's right, because our own Shea Patterson is pretty close to that. He's got 2,300 yards passing, 21 touchdowns, and five interceptions. So the quarterback play is semi-like, it's very similar, semi-similar. How stupid. Um, Also, we have the the 43rd ranked offense, but still the number one defense. So... We're kind of mirror images of ourselves, but we just have an upgraded defense. Um, I, I just don't. I don't think that this is as much of a lock as we want it to be. All right, but once, well, I guess we should just ask ourselves this: What do we care? Do we care if we win the Peach Bowl? Because that would be nice. Or do we just not give a crap because it is the Peach Bowl? And I'll and I'll make the case for why we shouldn't give a crap. I'll give the case. I actually make the case for both. For one, why we should care. One, we got smacked down by Ohio State, which, by the way, it's still it's kind of bothering me. I know I need to get over it, but still hurts a bit. Uh, we need to prove that we can win a big game, even though we have a four-game winning streak against Florida. They're still an SEC team and above. Like, almost top-notch SEC team. They're not quite elite yet. They're not in the Bama, LSU, Georgia range. They're right in the next tier with, like, Florida, Auburn, um, South Carolina. Some of these other teams coming up. You know, Mississippi State, another very good SEC team, but not quite there yet. They got a new They got a new coach in Dan Mullins, which is an Ohio State uh, coach. So I would love to be able to beat him 
anytime we, we can beat Ohio State in anything, I'd love to do it. Uh, also, the win will show that we can do things as a team. We can just start, you know, plugging in new players. You know, because we're going to miss some like five kids, I think, are going to miss. So if we can prove, you know, like say Chris Evan plugs in for uh, for Higdon and, you know, so far and so forth, and we just continue not to miss a beat, that's a good that's a good little uptick for us going into the offseason. Now, who cares if we win, right? Here's the case for us not winning. One, okay, we got it's the Peach Bowl, first of all. It's not a New Year's Day Bowl. It's not the playoff. We're missing, like I said, five kids from this. Um, essential players, and some of them, especially on the defense with Bush and Gary being gone. Um, like I said, it's a peach bowl, you know? And we're also playing. It's one of those things where we should just be excited to put the like plug in like the Christian Turners, the Donovan Jeters. By the way, these are the guys who have been having a fantastic bowl practice. So that alone is a positive. And that's why I mean if we lose, we lose. But at least we give these kids uh some new practice, like get them some real game experience. I think that is more positive for us than actually say a win. If we don't care if we win this game or not. Because I'd much rather have these kids play an SEC team that's going to have equal talent, equal athletes out on that field than just to be playing each other and not really knowing where we stand after a couple weeks. I want to know what these young kids are doing. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't even want Chris I wouldn't want Chris Evans to play. I would want Christian Turner or even a true Wilson or whoever else, you know, like put in uh, McGrone for for uh, Bush. You know, I mean, Jordan Anthony, I think, was the other linebacker that we we're trying to test out to see how he does. I mean, really, just get Hawkins, get Hawkins out there, you know, because Kennel's going to be gone, you know. I mean, he's playing, but, I mean, you know, he's a senior. So let him start, give him a quarter or two, and then get Hawkins in there. See what he can do. And if we lose the game, then we lose the game. I'm in a, a Peach Bowl loss really isn't going to chap my ass any, you know, especially if we are giving these kids solid playing time. That's I mean, that's how I feel about it. But, you know, you never know. Uh, I and so speaking about these kids that are leaving, um, I don't know if I really care anymore. To be honest, uh, just because it's their future, their plan. Now, I will say I don't care about mo- most of them, say, like, except one. One I don't necessarily understand, and that's Karan Higdon. Now, he's a captain, whatever. I don't really care if he's the captain, the general, the whatever. Makes zero difference what his title to me is. It's the fact of the excuse in which he used or the reason he used for not playing was to get ready for the NFL draft, which is a good one, but then it's to avoid injury. You know, last time I checked, Karan Higdon uh, agreed to participate in the Senior Bowl. Now, last time I checked, the Senior Bowl is still played at full speed. So there is a chance at an injury. 
Uh, I don't think they tag anymore or they ever have played tag or, you know, uh, pull the flag or whatever you would do that wouldn't offer up an injury. Now, I get the senior bowl is you're around NFL scouts and other execs and and you're really showing them what you can do in a practice. Okay. Last time I checked, no one ever said when they got picked number one in the draft or the first round in the draft and said, thank you to the Senior Bowl. That's right. The Senior Bowl really put me on the map. Not really. I mean, if you do well in the Senior Bowl, that's good, and I'm sure it will help. But the Combine is really what's going to go on. And I'd be honest. I think if Karan Higdon played in the Peach Bowl and poured it on Florida, put up 200 yards, 225 on Florida, then that's more of an impressive thing to the NFL execs or the scouts than it would be in a senior bowl where most of the kids aren't really, you know, maybe it's played at full speed, but they're not really trying hard. So they're running as fast as they can, but they're not really putting the pop behind anything. It's like the Pro Bowl for college. And how boring is that? No one's like, oh, look at the great, look at the great talent the NFL has because of the Pro Bowl. It's never been said, never will be said. So I don't understand that. I, listen, if you just want to say, hey, listen, I'm just, I, I don't want to play now because I want to focus on the NFL. I'm kind of over this college thing. I want to focus on the NFL. Well, then fine. That's that's fine. That's what uh, Devin Bush, I guess Devin Bush is still hurt. I hope he heals, by the way. And I hope he's 100% ready to go for the NFL Combine because that kid, I can't wait to see what that kid does in the NFL. I really can't. Uh, Rashawn Gary, I think he's going to have a decent career. I'm not quite sure yet what he possesses or what he's going to be like in the NFL because I thought he was really good here, but I don't know if Michigan really utilized him in the best possible way. You know, I, I I think they got a lot out of the kid and I think he's super talented. I just don't know what he's going to be able to do in the NFL or where they're going to put him. Is he going to be on the, is he, is he going to be an outside linebacker? Cause he'd be pretty big uh, defensive end. Or are they going to move him into defensive tackle? I've heard all three. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm more likely inside tackle because he is a big kid who's got some uh, moves to him, you know, and he's got some decent uh, catch-up speed. But I don't know, you know. And then uh, the newest one that's sitting out is Bushel Beatty. Ah, you know what? I don't care. Sit out, dude. That's cool. Uh, Stuber, or I would really can't wait to see Jalen Mayfield get in there, see what that kid can do. Um, I'm actually very excited that Bushel Beatty decided to sit out. He was the one that I couldn't stand at the beginning of the season, and he actually kind of impressed me through the meat of the season. And even in that Ohio State game, I don't think he did that bad. I, I, so... You know, if he feels that it's better for him to sit out, then God bless him. I I think we have better kids coming up that I am more excited to see. And to be honest, I'm actually kind of glad Haran Higdon isn't uh, isn't playing. Like I told you guys for the not being who cares if we win this Peach Bowl thing, I really want to see these young, these young kids play. I would love to see Joe Milton play for the majority of this game. I think Shea is a fantastic kid, and I'm so excited he's coming back because the statement he made about why he's coming back and why he what he needs to do and why he needs to get better, it really is just uh, impressive, and it's uh, inspirational, and it just – it really says a lot about who he is as a person, and I really enjoyed 
reading that. Um, so you just look it up. I mean, there's probably been a thousand memes, and I'm sure I even posted it on the Michigan, the Michigan Maniac podcast. So go ahead and check it out there. Um, but he's a good kid. I think he's awesome. So give him the first quarter. You know what I mean? Give him the first quarter, and then get Milton in there. And let's see what this kid can do. I, I I really would love to see that this bowl becomes a testing ground for some of our good talent. I want to see now what Christian Turner is capable of doing. I know what Chris Evans can do. All right, I know what he's capable of doing. I would love us to try and pass the ball like uh, like air it the f, f out, air it out because I want to see. I want to see Nico Collins. I want to see Tariq Black because last time Tariq Black was healthy, he tore up this Florida defense. I would love to see Tariq Black do the same damn thing come Saturday. I would love to do it. That's exciting to me. I want to see what we can do with this stuff. Can Joe Milton fling it down the field? How strong is his arm? Is he just going to be a running guy? Is he smart enough? Has he picked up the, the offense yet? How's his progression happening? We don't get you get to see somewhat in the spring game what these guys are doing. But this is a real live game against good talent. So if we win, then awesome because that means our talent is coming along. But if we lose, who cares? It's the Peach Bowl. You know, I just, I don't, we go 10 and three, then we're 10 and three. I think we've gone, I think we have 11 wins four or five times in the history of Michigan football. So it's not like we always have 11 wins. So if we get the 11th one, then that's nice. But let's face it, if we're going to, and I'll be honest, if we're going to allow a peach bowl victory or loss dictate how we uh, go in and handle our business in the off season. then who are we as a team when we're allowing the Peach Bowl to be the inspiration to our soul? Are you kidding me? Or the Crusher? Get the hell out of here. It's the Peach Bowl. It's in Georgia. Yeah, who cares? I mean, yes, I would feel different if we were in the Rose Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl because the Fiesta Bowl, I'd be able to go see it. So it would be much different. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if I'd feel much different. Because I want to see what Christian Turner can do. I want to see. Did Brad Hawkins really put it, take it to another level like they say they, he has? Hell, man, I want to see what this gray kid is doing at cornerback because they say he's doing better and progressing faster than Miles Sims. I want to see that. I want to see what uh, Amory Thomas is going to do as our starting cornerback. He's, he's right now the fastest kid we have next to Daxton Hill, who's coming in next year, who is a legit laser 4-3 speed. And I think Amory is something like a 4-4. Four, four. But I want to see that. I want to see what these kids can do. You know? And then also, I'd like to see Harbaugh try something different. I want to see Harbaugh crack out of the old mold and just start opening things up. Like we did for the majority of the season. I don't want us to go regress like we did against Ohio State. The only positive thing against that whole Ohio State game was our wide receivers. You know, I want to see if uh, Hugh Banks or uh, Gentry, what they can do if they get more more uh, looks, more targets. McEwen, same thing. I want to see this stuff. 
And I think that's where we're headed. And that's why I like not playing in a huge bowl game. You know, obviously we're in the Rose Bowl. That's that's a Big Ten honor to be there. So I'd want to win. So I'd want our best players in that game. It's something of prestige. So I would definitely want that. Fiesta Bowl, same thing. I would want to win that game. You know, playoff, obviously. And I think if we're in the playoff, Karan Higdon's in. I think Devin Bush gets back and doesn't want to go to the NFL. Rashawn Gary's going to be. I mean, these players are sitting out for obvious reasons. It's the Peach Bowl. I know some of you probably don't agree with this. And I mean, I get it. If you guys are upset about it, I understand. I used to be there two years ago. I used to hate the fact that these kids were sitting out. I absolutely hated it. But at the end of the day, what are we, we are not going to change this. This is a new trend that's happening. These kids are going to do this. So what are we going to do? Ruin our whole bowl season because we're going to be salty about a couple of kids we really don't know and expect them to have keep an obligation to a school that if they were to get hurt could cut them and get rid of them anyways? Or if they, you know what I mean? Like they're, I don't know. I just, I don't. I don't see it as such a big deal anymore. I just don't. I I still want to win every fucking game that Michigan can win. Don't get me wrong on this. I absolutely do. But the future of Michigan football is what's more important to me than winning the Peach Bowl. I definitely don't want to lose to Florida because I don't want Dan Mullen, or I can even hear the national media now saying, well, it looks like Harbaugh can't beat anybody who's ever gone to Ohio State, coaching or whatever. Uh, He's always going to have a problem with that. He should just go to the NFL, blah, blah, blah. You know, I I don't want that narrative even being stated or talked about or started or anything. I just, I do not want any of that to happen because that is frustrating as hell to me. I just, I don't want it. So, I really do believe that uh, Michigan, we're going to win. I would say, we go out on a limb here since we have, let's see, Beatty, uh, Bush, Gary, Higdon, and uh, there's one more I know I'm forgetting. Oh, well. Uh, They can't be that great if I forgot them. Um... Or maybe I didn't forget anybody. But anyways, uh, if they're all going to be out, I think it may be a closer game. Uh, I'm going to say we win 24-14. It wouldn't shock me if we blow them out either. I I would love that. To see these new kids step in, play amazing, and we blow Florida out, that, to me is a much greater thing than if we had our starters in there and we won. Because it's showing what we have for the future of this program and what we currently have right now that we can use. Because I can't wait. Next year, I think Daxon Hill's going to be a starter. Zach Charbonnet's going to be the number one running back. I think he's going to beat out Chris Evans. Um, 
Christian Turner. I, th- I think it's going to be a battle, actually, for starting running back next season. It's going to be ridiculous. I don't know what they're expecting from Giles Jackson um, as a, as a slot wide receiver come his just his freshman year. Are they going to try and redshirt him or whatever? Because we do have decent depth at the wide receiver spot right now. And that's the one thing also I was kind of worried about, and I think we do need to change, is our approach towards the quarter the 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 passing game we have three studs like major studs and if we do not use them i am afraid that'll affect us going forward into the future so if there is a stud wide receiver out there that wants that would have normally wanted to come to michigan but you know Penn State, Ohio State, even lame-ass Michigan State's going to go in there and be like, well, you know, yeah, you could go to Michigan, but look what they did to uh, DPJ or Nico Collins or even Tarek Black. They never used them. They threw to them occasionally. Do you want to go to Michigan and only get the ball thrown to you occasionally? I think our running game will be way more explosive if we start lighting it up in the air. And I mean, yeah, I hate to say this, but I don't know why we just don't do kind of what Alabama's been doing. Open it F up. Look what they did this year with three wide receivers who are really effing talented. They just tore everyone up. And then even if it got remotely close... Which it never really did. But I mean, let's say in the fourth quarter, they got tired. They were up like 55 to 3 against Bob's Barbecue School. They could still shut it down and run it down their effing throat and still have a great running attack. Why can't we do that? I know Harbaugh's smart enough to figure that out. He's one of the great coaches of our time, hopefully. That's where he's going to end up after he wins a few national titles here at Michigan. You know, he's going to be considered one of those. But if he continues to to have Bo Schimbeckler stuck in his head, come on, man, run it down their throat, run it down their throat, we're never going to do anything. We're going to be one of those teams that if you have, if we have the lead, we're really good. And we're going to beat all these other teams, like, the, say, the, the Wisconsins and the, the Purdue's and the Michigan States, all the lower-tier teams in the Big Ten, you know? We'll, we'll always beat those guys because we'll get the lead or we'll only be down by three and we'll always be able to come back and then put it on them and then strangle them to death with our time with our time management, you know. But we're never going to beat the Ohio States, the Alabamas, things like that. If all we all they have to do is get the lead by, like, say, 10. A 10-point lead for a team like Michigan should be nothing. They should, that should be easy to come back from. With a great defense that we usually have, and if we have a great offense, it should be it should be easy. Or something that should be accomplishable without much effort, you know. And in a big game, Ohio State can't outscore us. And then we can then choke them out with our running game. But if we continue to do this freaking run thing till we fall asleep till the other team wears out then we're never really going to be elite in my eyes 
I just don't I don't think it's possible. I think if we pass and we have where you have to, you have to be able to cover DPJ, Nico Collins, Tarek Black, Gentry. You have to cover those guys because if not, that's 20, 15, 20 yards of pop every time our whatever quarterback's back there drops back and drops that ball off. But if they know, well, eh, they throw it to them every once in a while, I'm not even going to worry about it. Then you can single cover these guys, put people up in the box, and slow that running attack down. And then now we're in deep crap. Because now instead of like a third and two, we're seeing more third and sevens. Yeah, we can get a third and seven. Yeah, Of course we can with that running attack. Yeah, we should be able to every once in a while. But when you have to constantly rely on the fact that we have to get third and longs, it's it it doesn't make for national title type teams. It just doesn't. So I'm hoping that Harbaugh really kind of loosens his strings on this and says, "Hey, it's the F and Peach Bowl. Let's light it up and see what we can do." And then just bomb the hell out of them with passes. And you know, if it's not working, then okay, let's go back to the run. I don't think, but I think we need to do something a little bit different. I'm tired of. I'm tired of watching, you know, this outdated offense. I mean, hell, even the NFL is going to a more college-friendly type offense. And I just feel that we're kind of falling behind that curve offensively. Um, But, yeah, like I said, let's get past that. You know, uh, we're going to win 24-14, 31-10. I think it's going to be fairly – yeah, if we play the way we can – if not, we'll probably lose 17-10, uh, you know, or barely eke out a 21-24 game, something like that, if we dick around and not really play the way we should. Um, I just – let me see if there's anything else really. Oh, uh, there's some cryptic tweets about Jed Fish coming back. I don't know. I saw it. I don't know if I really – I don't know if he's coming back or not. I mean, I think it would be cool. You know, he was good when he was here. I appreciated that. I just don't, you know, I don't know if I really care at this point. I If we're not going to get rid of Pep Hamilton, then then let's try and make it uh, a better a better working offense. Because from what I heard, Pep really shouldn't be blamed that much. I know I want to blame him constantly. But it's basically Harbaugh calls up, hey, I feel like a run. Pep calls down with like two plays. Harbaugh then chooses which play he wants. So therefore, Harbaugh needs to really start waking up and changing some things so this way we can get moving, you know. Um, But that's really about it, guys. Uh, I know it's not the longest uh, big game pregame, but to be, you know, there's not much going on here. And we, you know, you know who Florida is, you know, they're a decent mid range SEC team. We happen to be on the lower end of the upper echelon part of the Big Ten. You know, I mean, right now in the Big Ten, to me, it's Ohio State, Michigan and Penn State, which all happen to be, by the way, in the east. And then that second tier, you've got Wisconsin, uh, Iowa, um, Purdue fits in there now uh but that's really about it i don't see anybody else really and then just the rest of them you know like the real shit heels like you know michigan state i mean the real awful shitty horrible 
pieces of crap football teams like, you know, Michigan State, those guys, those awful, no good, you know, fuckers. <laughs> I don't know. These guys, you know, they suck. I don't like them. I'm never going to like them. So whatever. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I have. You know, we're going to win. I think we're going to win. It's going to be an entertaining game. I would love to. I can't wait to see what these young kids do. And, you know, like always, guys, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And for always and forever, man, go blue.